Hey everyone, I am currently going back through my notes from Daniel Kahneman's Thinking Fast and Slow, and it's a book that seems extraordinarily relevant to this new period of my life, which involves being engaged and planning a wedding and all that stuff. It's fascinating to see the value of creating an experience that is not necessarily for your experiencing self, but one that is built for your remembering self. In his book, Thinking Fast and Slow, Kahneman talks about this a lot, whether it be tourism or photography. There are so many experiences, especially today, that are designed for our remembering selves. For us in 20, 30 years, or even 10 years from now, a year from now, to be able to look back on in a nice way and to be able to go and access the clear images and sights from that day, the experiences, the videos, all of that stuff. And it's amazing to think how much we are willing to pay for memories Because it's quite curious to look at how we can have similarly great moments in our lives that do not necessarily have as much symbolic meaning as a marriage that we simply won't remember as often or we will not attach as much value to. And it's interesting to think about the possibilities of what a wedding traditionally is and what it is now currently built to be and the amount of investment that requires it's fascinating for me to do these cost-benefit analyses to think through if i were to prioritize my remembering self what would i do if i were to prioritize my experiencing self, what would I do? And I think ultimately these are two very different approaches. These are two very different ways of living. Do I want to feel good right now? Or do I want to be able to look back on the things that I did in some positive way that allows me to reminisce and to perhaps not feel feelings of regret? It's so curious for me to ponder this because people literally spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on weddings. They spend thousands and thousands of dollars on dresses, the clothing, the decorations, everything. It's an expensive affair. Yet, it seems to rarely be questioned because it's a part of our culture to do this to step in to that space and in part to be honest i'd like to have that experience too there are a number of emotional pulls that i have toward wanting to have a marriage mostly for me it well, I should say a marriage ceremony before I start going too far. <laughs> I think a marriage and a marriage ceremony are two very, very different things. But when thinking about a marriage ceremony, 
the beautiful part of it for me is to create a space in which you can gather all of the people who are close to you, who have been important in the development of your relationship, who are important in your life, who mean something to you in one place to be able to enjoy the time together and for them to connect with the other people in your life, who you care about, who you love, who mean something to you. And that is... That for me is top of the line, creating connections, having people together. And especially for me, being someone who has friends all over the world, it's very, very difficult to get all of them to be in one place at one time. So to create those experiences is, at least for me, beyond important, beyond valuable. And as I say that out loud, and as I have pondered that over the last few days, I've realized that there are ways to to do that in a way that is not necessarily a, a marriage ceremony. There are ways to bring people together in unique ways that perhaps don't have to cost as much as a wedding does, but a wedding certainly can bring people together very quickly into one place with a sense of urgency. And I think that it is that cultural urgency that makes a wedding special. Because if you tell someone, hey, I'm just going to have a party, what kind of pull is that for them? But on the other hand, if you tell them that you're having a wedding, well, they're more likely and more willing to step head over heels and jump fences and jump over rivers for you to be able to, to do this thing and for them to attend and for them to see it all happen. And perhaps that's the value of it, right? Maybe that's the value of why weddings are so important to us. Because they allow us to bring people together all in one place. At one moment, for everyone to enjoy it together, for everyone to be together. It's very rare for an entire family to get together. And even more rare for two and then to add one's friend's on top of that, and then the other partner's friends on top of that, and to have them all be in one place, well, that's certainly a challenge. And I think there's a lot of value in being able to bring people together like that, both for yourself, but also for all of those people who you're inviting into that space. The amount of personal and professional connections that you could create through a wedding ceremony is quite blustering in comparison to what you might be able to do in a night out or just, you know, sending informal emails or something like that. You create the air in which trust and openness are cultivated, in which people are willing to come together to talk and to communicate and to connect, which any old other party doesn't seem to do. And that's perhaps what excites me about the idea of a wedding. Yet, of course, as I mentioned here at the beginning, there are costs and there are frames to consider when going through all of this. I think so much about all the 
all of those pieces that I started this episode talking about, how we are looking to remember this experience and the actual experience of the day. How much of that are we really, really prioritizing and carrying with us in comparison to that remembering self? And how much experiencing self can we actually maximize in that? How much can we actually get out of that in comparison to, for example, a slew of five vacations to different places where you get to have small parties and small events with people in each of those places? What would that look like? How much would that bring you joy? How much would that bring you happiness? And then you can even compare in these other ways, you know. You buy a car. You use the money that you would have used for a wedding to buy a, a car. And you buy that car, and then you use that car to travel to different places, both as a tourist to enjoy your life, but also for your work, for business, for making your life easier so that you have more time to do more activities that allow you to earn more money. Or perhaps even find more opportunities that mean something to you. You can go and do that volunteer work. You can go and do that part-time job that you're really interested in doing. There's so many interesting holes to go down that my brain doesn't seem to have walls to stop. But others, I think, are frequently stopped because, well, tradition is tradition. The way things are, the way things are. It's an extremely beautiful occasion. It's what so many people look forward to. There's a mysticism and magic about it. And as I really look at anything in life, when is it really ever helpful to not have any questioning attitude at all? To not have any sort of critical view, a way of analyzing what's happening and asking the question of why. Because when you're able to ask those questions of why, when you're able to dig into those conversations and you're able to get those answers, well, if those answers are satisfying to you, then, well, you have all the reason to do it. And the doubts that you had were cleared up and you're bought in. Versus if you never had any questions in the first place, well, how well can you really know what you're doing? How well can you really understand the why behind it all? These are hard questions because they cause you to question traditional notions. They cause you to question things that many of us just simply take for granted. What is it that I want? What is it that I'm looking for? And then you take whatever that experience is that you're considering and say, does this thing help me to get that? Does it help me to get to the life experiences, the feelings, the values that I want to be, manifest, express, encompass? These are all things that I'm battering around in my head and I think asking the questions makes it valuable because if you ask all the questions 
and then you get to the end and you have that same answer that you had in the first place, well, at least you've cleared your doubts. And to go into anything with doubts that are unresolved, well, it's probably not the best idea. It's better to have your bases covered, to think through things, to really understand, to get ourselves together, and to have analyzed something well so that we can take steps forward and to really do things in an intentional way where we know exactly why we're doing what we're doing rather than just doing them simply because other people do them and everyone else has done them forever. So I'll pause there. That was a fun merry-go-round about weddings and the remembering self versus the experiencing self. And I hope that this made sense and that this at least provided something that you could connect with and, and resonate with. Thank you again for listening. As always, much, much love. And in the meantime, take care. I'll be back soon. Cheers.